Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Little Rikers Tapes with me, Carl Harper. And me, Professor Nasty. Well, I think we should kick this episode off with acknowledging your new haircut, Professor. Carl, I didn't take the decision to cut episode 6 short lightly last time, but I think you'll agree it was totally worth it. It's very nice. So, apart from the haircut, how was your week? Well, not great if I'm being honest. Oh? Snuggles ran away. Your teddy? No, my pet pigeon. Of course my teddy. Uh, well, how did he run away? With his legs, Carl. The man is essentially the Usain Bolt of the stuffed toy world. That, coupled with his ability to escape even the most secure of toy chests, makes him extremely difficult to contain. That said, I am very proud of his said escaping skills. Well... He didn't lick it off a stone, as they say. The who and the what now? Never mind, it's it's just a saying. Why would Snuggles lick a stone? No, it's he didn't lick it off a stone. Why would that even be a possibility? It just means he takes after you, you know, like with his escaping skills. It's in his bones. He's a stuffed toy, Carl. <laughs> I know, I, I don't mean... Teddies don't have bones. No, I didn't mean it literally. They're it's stuffed. With stuffing. I know. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> yes. Is it the weather? Have you had too much sun? No, I... Perhaps you should lie down. I could do the show solo this week. Professor, I was trying to... I thought to you were looking a bit peaky when you walked in. I just didn't want to say anything. Some people can be very sensitive about such things. Professor, I'm grand. You sure? Positive. Now, where do you think Snuggles went? Are you, are you sure you didn't lose him? Excuse me? Lose him? Who do you think I am? Some absent-minded parent wandering aimlessly around Tesco wondering should I buy actual cheddar cheese or settle for Tesco own brand who then suddenly realises little Karen Jr. has roamed off bored out of her brain into the fruit and veg section and is using a watermelon as a bowling ball. Please. I've never been more insulted in my life. Now, Snuggles made a break for it and it's my own fault. I should never have let him read Stephen King's novella The Shawshank Redemption before bed last night. The similarities between he and Andy Dufresne were there for me to see. How so? Well, for a start, both have been imprisoned for crimes they didn't commit and Snuggles is a surprisingly talented accountant. (laughs) Well, look, I'm sure he'll turn up. Yeah, on Kid City Most Wanted list. Wait, is that him there? Where? There, under that chair. What the deuce? I can only see legs, but it looks... Is it him? I thought you'd made a break for it. I thought he'd made a break for it, Carl. Well, I'm glad you found him. Now, Snuggles, you can't be running away like that. What do you have to say for yourself? He's a man of very few words. Well, all smells that end smell. All's well that ends well. What? That phrase you said, it's not all smells that end smell, it's all's well that ends well. Yeah, sure it is. Who is this guy, Snuggles? Right, shall we get into the movie review? What is that, Snuggles? Yes. <laughs> he actually does. What? Oh, nothing, nothing. Right, this week's movie is... Drop roll, please. Nope, still not there. Disney's Moana.
Moana is possibly the greatest movie you've ever seen since E.T. No, smarty pants. It's possibly the greatest animated feature I've seen since whatever the last one was. Smallfoot. Yes, and that was excellent, despite James Corden being in it. Or as I like to refer to him as the Ed Sheeran of the acting world. So, Moana is a young girl who lives on an island in the specific ocean called Motunui. It's the Pacific Ocean. That's what I said. The specific ocean. Pacific. Specific. Close enough. So, Moana is in line to be the next leader of a tribe, but she longs for something more, only she doesn't know what it is. All she knows is that it lies beyond the reef that surrounds the island and her heart is telling her to sail beyond the reef except she doesn't know how far she'll go if she sails beyond the reef. So she sings a song about how far she'll go even though she doesn't know how far she'll go and no one knows how far she'll go but all she knows is that she will go far while at the same time not knowing how, in actual fact, far she will go. What's the song called? I think it's called... I don't know how far beyond the reef I have to go, but I have to go and nothing unknown is going to stop me going out that far despite me not knowing how far it's going to take me. Or something like that. Anyway, food is in short supply on the island, so she decides to take a boat on the advice of her granny and go look for the heart of defeaty, which will bring back food to the island, even though her father tells her not to, but let's be honest, when do teenagers ever listen to their parents? So... She seeks out Maui, the demigod. Uh, What's a demigod? I have no idea. (laughs) But she finds him and they go on a big adventure across the specific ocean. Pacific. And well, you'll have to watch the rest of it to find out what happens in the end. But it's Disney, so it's pretty obvious. And did you learn anything from watching it? I did, Carl. I learned that following your heart, even when you don't know where it's going because it's not connected in any way to Google Maps is sometimes the best course of action because no matter how difficult the path may be, you will always learn things along the way you never thought possible. Oh, and I also learned that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a far better actor when he's not actually on screen himself. Another great review, Professor. I know. I was there. Okay, it's time for... What was that, Snuggles? <laughs> yes, yes, he does. <laughs> what? Oh, it, it's nothing. <laughs> Seriously, what? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's an observation Snuggles made. Nothing to worry about. Carry on. What did he say? Nothing. You're fine. Now, look, what was it? Honestly, Carl, it's nothing. What's next? Okay, it's how does that work time. Yes, he is cool, Snuggle. Okay, this week's question comes in from Sophie in County Kildare in Ireland. And she would like to know, how is it that there are so many languages in the world? That's a great question, Sophie. Over to you, Professor. Well, Sophie, this was a very complex answer that I've tried to whittle down to something quite simple. So, here goes. There are about 7,000 languages in the world. Wow! Indeed, Carl. So, back in the day, 
Humans used to only use sounds and body movements to communicate. But then, when humans started to move to different places around the world, they started to use words. But because there were so many different groups of humans, they would use different words. Then, humans from different groups would meet up, but they'd speak different words. So they had to adapt to understand each other. And then more languages started to form. Then some groups would go to war against the other. And depending on who won, that group's language would supersede the other group's language. But the other group would still use some of their language. And so even more languages would form. And then those humans would move and live in other places and lands and adapt their languages. And so on and so forth. And that is why there are so many languages in the world. Do you know what, Professor? I am really loving this how does that work section because I am learning loads of stuff I didn't know about. And that was another excellent question. So thank you very much, Sophie. If you would like to pose a question for how does that work, send us an old DM on Facebook or Instagram at Professor Nasty Universe. And coming up, we have the true or false quiz and a hilarious news story about a disgruntled walker in a park. But first, a word from our sponsor. Yeah, we still don't have a sponsor. Yes, he is a disgrace, Snuggles. Okay, time for the true or false quiz. This week's theme for the true or false quiz is... Moana. And as ever, if the professor gets three or more out of five correct, he wins a slice of his favourite pizza. Hawaiian! The greatest pizza ever created by man, woman or child. Right, are you ready? Am I ready? Are you? Am I? Are you? Am I ready? Professor, what was the question again? (laughs) Are you ready? Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Okay, question one. The name Moana means warrior in English. Um, I will say true, and I'll tell you why. Because that is exactly what Moana is, a warrior. That is an excellent answer. Boom! One out of one. But unfortunately, it is wrong. What? Moana means ocean. Well, that makes equally as much sense as my answer. Therefore, mine should still count as correct. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You're a disgrace. Question two. Moana's pet pig, Pua, is voiced by a real pig. Oh, please. Of course it's not. What do you think they did? Audition a load of pigs and then pick the best one and bring it into the studio, put it in the recording booth and tell it to read some lines? Please. It's true, Professor. Excuse me. That is the most ridiculous thing I've heard since someone told me toilets flush in the opposite direction in Australia. Well, they do. What? Yeah, it's to do with the rotation of the earth or something like that. See this face, Carl? I do. Do you see it? Yes. This is the face of someone whose mind has just been blown. I mean, I'm literally questioning my own existence at this point. Well, you very much do exist, Professor, and are currently O for two, which means you need to get the remaining three questions right for your pizza slice. This is far too much pressure for an eight and three quarter year old. Question three. Now, you're grand, Professor. Right. 
Dwayne Johnson was a wrestler before he was an actor. True. He was known as The Rock, presumably because he shares similar acting abilities to a rock. (laughs) That's a bit harsh. A bit harsh, but a bit fair. Well, it's correct. He was a wrestler. Yes. Okay, two more. I can do this. Hit me. Question four. Moana's chicken's name is Bye Bye. Oh, please. It's Hi Hi. Correct. Next question. Right. The last question. Get this right. And it's Hi Hi Pizza Slice. Get it wrong. And it's Bye Bye Pizza Slice. Look how pleased you are with that pardon. That was a good one. Yeah, sure it was. Okay, here we go. For a slice of the nicest pizza this side of the Mississippi. Oh, just get on with it. True or false, Moana was nominated for one Oscar. True. Best original song for How Far I'll Go is wrong. What? It was also nominated for best animated feature. Yes, I meant two. Sorry, Professor. No, just ask me again. As you know, the rules are your first answer. No! Oh, that was a close one, Professor. What's that, Snuggles? <laughs> yes, he really does. Okay, seriously, what is it? Honestly, Carl, you wouldn't get it. I wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. I'm pretty sure I would. Believe me, Carl, you wouldn't. Try me. Oh, fine. Snuggle said, your breath smells like the back end of a honey badger's bum and your face has a remarkable similarity to Jabba the Hutt. I mean, as accuracy goes, he's pretty much nailed it. I don't even know what a honey badger's bum smells like. Your breath, apparently. What was that, Snuggles? What's he saying now? <laughs> oh, this guy cracks me up. What? I don't think you want to hear this one. What? Carl, seriously, let's just move on. Fine. He said your ears remind him of the Champions League trophy. <laughs> I'm not sure I like Snuggles anymore. Okay, before we go, do you have a news story for us this week? Oh, indeed I do. Right, this story comes to us all the way from California. So, a woman was going for a walk in this park, okay? And as she went for her stroll, she came across four little children out for a spin in their battery-powered car. (laughs) So, so this is a toy car, Carl. You know the ones. Oh, I do. I always wanted one when I was a kid, actually. Precisely. They're amazing. Now, this woman... Starts complaining to the parent of, I mean, I'm assuming the child that was driving said toy car. (laughs) And she says she's never seen a car in a park before. (laughs) And the parent explains that it's a toy car, which is hilarious in itself. As let's be honest, it's four tiny humans in a tiny car. (laughs) It's pretty obvious it's a toy car, Carl. So, then the woman complains that the child, (laughs) (laughs) the child was driving the car. I'm sorry, but this is priceless. She says, and I quote, what bothers me is you have a little kid here 
who doesn't have a driver's license. (laughs) 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 He's about five years old (laughs) and she's complaining that he doesn't have a driver's license (laughs) for his toy car. And the kids are there just <laughs> rolling as cool as they like, <laughs> like little heroes in their toy car around this park. <laughs> and this woman is complaining that the child doesn't have a driver's license. <laughs> and we'll post <laughs> video on that on our Facebook page so you can see for yourself. I mean, it is it is hilarious. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> that was a good one, Professor. So, um, well, that's our show. Time flies when you're having fun. Did you have fun? Not in the slightest. How long have we been here? Um, I'd say about 15 minutes. Really? If you had said eight hours, I would not have been surprised. Do you want to do a Patreon shout out before we go? Fine. Thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. And to our executive producers, Roy Grimson, Darren Smith and Miss Claire Ty. For even more amazing Professor Nasty content like bonus episodes, behind the scenes footage, early access to this show, you can sign up for as little as $5 a month. And as well as getting more from us, you'll be supporting the show. So go to patreon.com slash Professor Nasty. Professor! I apologise profusely. I have no idea where that came from. Well, I do. It came from my mouth, but I've no idea how it came to be. Well, at least you apologised, but try not to do that over the microphone again. I can't promise anything. And with regard to Patreon, when we get to $500, one lucky listener will get to do a Q&A with the professor every month. And remember, you can download season one of The Dastardly Deeds of Professor Nasty wherever you get your podcast. Mm. Let me try that one again. <laughs> and remember, you can download season one of the Dastardly Deeds of Professor Nasty wherever you get your podcasts from. And season two is available to buy through the link in our Instagram bio at Professor Nasty Universe. So check that out. Okay, that's it. Until next time, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from him. Welcome to the Dastardly Deeds of Professor Nasty. Season 2 You're being transferred to another facility Alcatraz Julia There's no place for an evil genius such as I You're getting slower, unbelievable boy Catch you next time, BG Who's BG? I don't know, but I'm gonna find out Captain Borrow! Professor Nasty has escaped! See Dr. Diabolical's new mind control device only at BattyCon. Soon it will be goodbye, Agent Sparrow. What list? I'm not on a list. You're on Santa's naughty list. Well, that goes without saying. You are on the not as evil as they used to be list. Why would someone lead us to a bookstore in Teen Town? Because I have information on Professor Nasty's next move. We're nearly there, Philip! We're in pursuit of Professor Nasty and Philip! Faster, Philip! Get us up this hill! Clarence! Golly gosh! Agent Sparrow! Unbelievable boy! And you! Get the wheelchair! You're all under arrest!